1: You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action.
2: Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber. It is an historic day in the media business as Discovery and AT&T's Warner Media agreed to merge, creating a new Goliath in streaming. We'll talk to Zaslav and Stanky at 10.15 a.m. Eastern time. In the meantime, futures are a bit soft to start a busy week of retail earnings. We'll get some updates to 13Fs, some housing data. But, David, there's no uh, there's no disagreement on where the focus is today.
3: Yeah, you know, it, it uh, it's a stunning deal, I have to tell you. And listen, not to go too deeply into it, but it's something that I'd been working on for, you know, knew something was going on some time ago. You guys may remember when Viacom sold stock on the big run-up because of Arcagos. Why didn't Discovery, right? When that piqued my interest at the time. And it clearly was because they had MNPI, what we call a material non-public information. And what it was, was they were talking uh, about this. But all along during that process of trying to understand what might be happening here, I got to tell you guys, I never anticipated that it would actually be AT&T deciding to part with all of Warner Media. There had been plenty of expectation that at some point, perhaps very soon, they would choose and try to sell Turner, which comprises CNN, uh, TBS, TNT and Cartoon Network. But to go all in. Uh, Jim, if you're stanky and basically reverse much of what your predecessor, Randall Stevenson, did in terms of DirecTV, which, of course, they also have done a transaction for. Remember, they're going to own a good deal of it, but it's being managed by another company and it's being offloaded and the debt is going with it or some of it. Uh, And then to do this transaction less than three years after completing the deal to acquire Warner Time Warner, fighting through a regulatory disaster for yes. them and the courts took them two years to get it done only to turn around and say we're out. Now 71% of the combined company will be owned by at and shareholders. Remember it's a reverse Mars trust. It's tax-free to at and shareholders. It transforms at and of course back to a pure wireless company and it does make Warner Discovery uh, a giant in the media business around the world. Well does that give the at shareholder the equivalent of the a-
1: good dividend, because if you're targeting the dividend payout ratio of 40 to 43 uh, percent of anticipated fat cash flow of 20 billion, well, that's a dividend
3: cut from 15 billion to 8 billion. It's going to be a very different capitalized yeah. company. Now, right. remember, they're offloading 43 billion dollars in debt. That's kind of the right. Net that's debt good. Reduction, and they need right? to be so, able to pay for so, towers. Right. So the new co Warner Discovery, obviously, is much more indebted. It levers right. itself up. Over time, and they say very quickly, by the way, Zaslov says as soon as 2023, they'll be down to three and a half times net debt. Well, that, that's great, but you know, if you cut the dividend,
1: yeah. thank you um, to Craig Moffat for some of this. Uh, yeah. it, look, I, it, four weeks ago, I heard that it was a great dividend play mm-hmm. and that the assets work well together. Um, yeah. Here, I, you know, like, do you ever take the crosstown bus? Uh, yeah, I have. Well, who's underneath it right now? I don't know. I think Stevenson is. I mean, you could say Greyhound, but no one takes that anymore. He threw him under the bus. And I got to tell you, I feel personally having thanked Kevin's not recommended this stock other than to say, well, look, I think it could but, be good. But, but Jim,
3: there may be a frustration with the fact that AT&T stock price has done very little for a very long period so of cut time. The dividend. And that wireless business is doing quite well. Or, yes, they have to. Right. right. So you get now they to have being to be a wireless company. You give your your shareholders an opportunity to participate in better growth with a combined company being run by David Zaslav, who you believe is going to be able to execute on your direct-to-consumer plan uh, in a perhaps better way than you were going to be able to, or certainly in a way that is going to actually reward that growth as opposed to with AT&T, where maybe you just weren't getting what you deserved in the stock market. That at least has to be part of the
1: thinking of John Stanky. But didn't Stanky come on air and say the way to make this Yes. A good deal is to get the stock price up. OK. Yes. That
3: was why that's how the yield would grow. Well, no, he not, said the the way to get the to get the dividend yield down is to get the stock price up. Right. Because people question the dividend. Right. But that is not necessarily what they're doing. No, they're reducing their debt substantially. Right. They are creating a pure play wireless company right. to be able to compete more effectively with T-Mobile. Well, they have to because they, no, one,
1: no one thought that the auctions were going to cost this they much. They spent $30 they put billion this in that
3: auction or more, right? Yeah. And who is the great American behind all this? Jeff Bukas. Exactly. Yes. He sold at the top. $107 billion Stevenson total paid value, at the top. including debt when they, sold, yeah. when, they sold, when they sold, when they closed the deal. And this, yeah. obviously it was announced back in, what, 2016, but it didn't right. close till 18.
1: Other than the mayor of Easttown, what are they really getting? <laughs> That's a dark show, man. Oh, come on. She's fabulous. All right. So, David, I just want to understand this. And, Carl, you, we, we watched Stanky. And I think the takeaway was you're going to have good growth, good entertainment assets, which make it so that ATT is distinguished as a great entertainment company and that huge dividend. Well, but they're undoing the entertainment. The dividend will be cut in, because it's anticipated cash flow. And uh, you know, where was the synergy all along?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Vertical integration was always a question mark, Carl, uh, for this company uh, as <laughs> it in AT and T. And I'm right. thinking
2: back. I'm thinking back to Stevenson talking at Code about the synergies between having a telecom, have intelligence with data, and trying to overlay right. that with the creativity of media. But it's been difficult. Uh, David, you got so much to talk to Zaslav and Stanky about. A couple things. One, guys, is this um, announcement in the press conference that they'll start by investing $20 billion in content, immediately puts them in the Netflix ballpark and above. And then this line, David from Stanky, asked about how long they have been thinking about dumping it, said there have been iterations under consideration since mid 2020. Yeah. You think about, you know, remember when Zaslav came on this past quarter and talked about some of what some argued was an underwhelming number of subs on Discovery Plus, just an incredible poker face.
3: Yeah, uh, completely and I knew, you know, again, uh, not to I didn't break it, so but you know, having oh, known there was something going on here, it was very interesting to watch that. Um, And I don't know how things may have changed. To your point, I think that the idea that Turner was not an asset that AT&T was wedded to was certainly one that the marketplace was aware of to some extent. But the idea that they would actually completely turn uh, and decide to dispose of the asset entirely was one that was unexpected. And by the way, there had always been a conversation, Jim, that if, in fact, that day was ever going to come, the conversation would be with our parent company, Comcast. Right. Because of the power of putting NBCU and Time Warner together now. Granted, regulatory-wise, that would be Very more complicated, hard. given two studios, although it's not clear that that p- p- poses as much of an antitrust risk as we might have thought 10 years ago. Obviously, CNN and MS- NBC don't belong together and can't be together. Right. But that deal's not happening. Okay, this is the deal that Stanky chose. Now, I want to go back to HBO. I think HBO is a great asset. I think it's a growing
1: asset, and you pay for it. Okay? Yep. It's, it's not something you cut. It's something you get. I had thought that the idea that HBO combined with ATT would be something that make you switch to ATT.
3: Well, uh, uh-uh. that enough. was kind of the plan. It David. was. It was. You're, no, Jim, you're right. Of course, they they well, talked, did. I get had they talked and we get had? about the about the don't you think there was a lot of doubt about this deal from early, the early days? You and I snickered about it. But mean, yeah, of course, really. there was. And we always wondered, by the way, we wondered about the direct deal as well. Right. Well, um, we because wondered, we they were kept wrong. One, right, and we kept thinking, God, this is a declining asset. Even when they bought it, you knew it was potentially a declining asset. Great yeah. sale for Mike White, by the way. I mean, perfect. I loved Mike White. He did great for I loved him at PepsiCo, too. But. Um, But here, you know, it's a it's a listen, it realigns the media landscape to a certain extent. You do have to wonder. We'll we'll keep an eye on shares of Viacom today and and see how that performs because that had been thought of once as at least perhaps a merger partner for Discovery as they try to all bulk up. Right. And by the way, that 20 billion dollar number, Carl, interestingly, that includes everything. Right. That includes, I think, what they're spending on sports at at TNT and, and a lot of other things. Netflix is spending 18 billion just on Direct to consumer, <laughs> so it's not quite apples to apples. Yep. Well, a four point five percent yield for ATT. Where are you? Man, you are really there. focused on that dividend, aren't you? Well,
1: because that's why people owned
3: ATT. Well, you're going to need a change in the. You know, I like, like Discovery. Shareholder. Base. I think the yeah. new
1: Discovery is great, but it's not what people wanted. Well, here's what. They had six point seven percent yield looks like Says
3: the new Discovery right. will be. Take a listen. As John
1: and I spend the next couple of years building these companies, uh, I see this as the number one media company in the world and the number one telecom communications company in the world. That's what that's what our mission is. That's what that's what we think can happen out of this.
2: Pretty big words, huh, Carl? What do you think? <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I guess uh, you know. Are we talking about the? End of an era in which large telecom wanted to play in this space, David. I guess that's, mm-hmm. that's the question we've been uh, dealing with for, what, five, six years now? Yeah. And I wonder if this, put, this puts a period on it.
3: I think, I think it very well may. Um, y- y- yes. Uh, I, you know, at this point, it, just, it, 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 it never was completely clear. Now, by oh. the way, don't forget, our parent company, Comcast, Is in the cable business. It's also in the wireless business to some extent, but it's not an unimportant component. Broadband, broadband, wireless, and then, of course, owns NBCU. So, you know, you do wonder whether you're going to continue to see further separation some way, to to Carl's point, of... of those kinds of assets, because there is a frustration, I think, on the part of some Comcast holders. And again, it's always complicated to talk about your parent company, but we'll do it. Why is extent. the frustration? It's been a home run. It's been a really strong performance. Remember, I the stock. But, and I would, like, but there is a belief that good. there's a belief that a pure broadband play will get a higher multiple a la charter. As well, it's true. To, Where is the growth now
1: coming from ATT? Where will it come from? It's going to come from wireless. That's it. But they can't. OK. And Broadband. And broadband. Of okay, yeah, All right. Well, it's okay. Yeah. The last quarter justified that. Yeah. It was a pretty good quarter. Yeah. But the speed with which, they, the directional speed is rather remarkable in that I'm going to go back to the dividend. Okay. That's you know, The idea was you buy the stock. The stock goes up, so the dividend isn't that high. And, Carl, that whole thesis, of which I propounded many times on bad money because it's what I heard from John Stanky, I now feel like that perhaps um, – uh, that my thinking about it was ill advised because I agreed with stanky. David, I agreed with stanky. I thought it was a good idea. You thought you buy it, HBO, I had all these things. I really you know, I talked it up. Am <laughs> I as dumb as a bag of hammers for talking it up?
3: Because I agreed? <laughs> Not necessarily. Well a lot of there were people who believed. Oh, you think it's just sometimes you just get had. I'm going to have both gentlemen joining me. Well, that'll kind of be interesting. Now. So I'm looking forward to it. I happen conversation. to like both of them. I do, too. I do, too. And, of course, I, I can do. remember when, when, as I told Joe Kernan earlier, and he can remember when David Zaslav would sign my contract. Every six months, by the way, yeah. I got extended. Once Zaslav said I was in his six party. Every you could get fired. When, once in the New York Post, it said I was in his party, and yeah. I wasn't. And you weren't. No. Well, he wanted you. But I wanted to be
1: there so badly. My wife didn't want to
3: go. He wanted you there. I was there
1: in spirit. Carl, I've got to tell you again, I just want to come back to the economic value of owning the stocks because everyone else can be able to talk about all these other things. Um, I think that the shareholders of of Discovery just found themselves. they They have a terrific combination and they can close what they want to. And that's terrific. You now have a chance to close all the losers.
3: They have scale—that's for sure. Scale. Global scale. I love scale. My, HBO International. What my man John Malone, who by the way is only going to have one vote, one share now. Really? And the new houses—it's all even. He'll be on the board. But Carl, what did, else you they watch on HBO? Super voters. I know Carl's watching HBO because Carl knows he says.
1: What do you watch on
2: HBO? Um. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a little behind. There, the problem now is there's too much, right? There there's, is uh, too much. There's just too much on all and kinds why of competing services. And got
1: rid of it. Brilliant. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's too much, David. How about that? Too much. There is. There's too
3: much. There's too much. And not enough time. You know what Reed says? I don't I've been I've been on Disney Plus a lot. Isn't that weird? Disney Plus. I know. I can't explain it. But well, well, UFC because
1: you like UFC with your kids. No. I'm just kidding. Disney Plus, no one else was on it, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's not you. true.
3: What? you I listened to the I listen to the conference that's call. That's not true at all. And of all course right. Netflix. We watch that broad church. That's well, this is that's all dark. Because of first It's of all Town. because of John that Ledger, man. Broadjustice. It's of John Ledger. John Ledger. All right, Carl. Guys, don't ten
2: forget. fifteen. Yeah. Uh, Zazloff and Stanky. Uh, we'll get to a lot more this morning as we kick off a busy week. Don't go away.
0: You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX, with a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a three hundred and thirteen-mile range, and a Type S variant with an estimated five hundred horsepower. The ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today.
4: Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt. Or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help.
5: What is a business supposed to do when somebody walks in without a mask, assume that they're abiding by the rules? You know, we are asking people to be honest with themselves if they are vaccinated and they are not wearing a mask, they are safe. If they are not vaccinated and they are not wearing a mask, they are not safe. And what we're asking businesses to do, probably the most important thing that businesses could do right now, is to work to ensure that it's easy for their own employees to get vaccinated.
2: That's a CDC director, Walensky, defending the new mask guidelines on meet the press yesterday. Jim, there had been some criticism that it was a little confusing, uh, not well coordinated with states, maybe over their skis. Although Gottlieb on Squawk said he doesn't think we're going to pay a price for this. Maybe it was a week or two early, but prevalence is collapsing and that's a good thing.
1: Yeah, but I thought was great about Gottlieb, who's been right, pretty much right all along, was that he said people are going to do this anyway. So you might as well just get ahead of it. Uh, my problem with that, David, is, is that what happened to the impen- impending
3: doom forecast of Dr. Walensky? She may have dented her credibility by, by, by being outspoken so? early on in her tenure.
1: You think and so? And I think
3: you and okay. I have voiced frustration, as so many other people have, with the back and forth from the CDC for what now has been a year and a half. Right. Um, and unfortunately, it's undermined, I think, to a certain extent, confidence people have in the agency well, overall. It's going to take a while for them to rebuild that. Yeah. I mean, the guy that we listen to, who's been the best, is Gottlieb. Right.
1: I mean, some people. Calling, says
3: by June, nobody's going to be wearing a mask. Right.
1: Well, some people w- would regard the CDC's work as completely incompetent. Now, I'm not going to put myself in that camp. I just think they're incompetent. I'm sure, they have a lot of very rigorous people who work their butts off. Well, good. To get things right. Um, I remember when, when in The Walking Dead, been, they all wanted to get to the CDC, and what did that? What? How did that pan out? About equal to the way this pans out. Right. A um, lot of good people there. And
3: now, dead too. did you not embrace, though, the new requ- requirements or lack thereof? Isn't well, that something that will continue to push us towards what almost well, is appearing to be right now, full open Every one of these organizations is finally
1: getting around to the idea that indoors without ventilation is how you get it. And that's why I'm so furious about this stuff. That's what it is. The WHO just admitted that it's in. That's how it's trans. It's transferred by viral load. Right. It's not, and it, it's been that way all the time. Not but surfaces. They never, <laughs> no. I mean, we can wipe down... Carl, I like Clorox. I think it's an interesting stock, but it did not stop the pandemic.
2: No. Uh, and now it's one of the worst S&P stocks of 2021. I think it's uh, right. maybe 15 or so from the bottom on the 500. I, but Jim, yeah. today uh, you, I, we have... Cases down in 50 states. The White House says it looks like that's probably uh, the case. Uh, J.P. Morgan's opening their offices across the country beginning today. 24 hour subway service. A lot of restaurants going to 100 percent, Jim, in states like Colorado.
1: Oh, no, it's real. And and I think that there are people who are still worried about the variants uh, and whether the people, David, who don't take the vaccine could be carriers of variants which we may not be able to
3: defend ourselves against without boosters. We may not, although I, we, we don't know. Right. We don't know. Well, how about and the... I have what, not. And anybody who has been fully vaccinated who seems to have gotten the virus doesn't show symptoms, right? right? That's, that's pretty that's Very rare. but exceedingly rare.
1: Well, do you think it's the voluntary aspect of, of the mask is a good thing?
3: She says you should wear it. I actually come back to vaccines and the question is to whether you can force your employees to be vaccinated and that can't. whole debate. It's America. You can't do. And that's, like that. you know, that's a key question this isn't for Communist corporate America, China. bringing people back and everybody wanting to be comfortable knowing that you're fully vaccinated. No one crime. has said but you must be can. vaccinated. Universities can because they're
1: doing that's it all a, over the individuals. country.
3: Individuals. Absolutely. You're right.
1: Carl, you're right. The, you know, the universities are doing it, but the corporations. Yeah, not. not corporate.
2: No, no they, although they do ask, uh, they're asking staff, have you been? And it's essentially the honor system. We're, we're going to watch how that evolves no over time. One took my temperature As a reminder today. again, <laughs> yep, uh, for the first time, we're no longer doing temperature checks yeah. yep. in Inglewood. Uh, there's a look at Zaslav and Stanky uh, talking to David at 10:15 a.m. Eastern Time on this mega media deal. In the meantime, we'll take a break and get an opening bell in about 10 minutes.
0: Every day,
3: Let's get to a mad dash as we count down to an opening bell, a little less than seven minutes from now. Holy Amazon.
1: Cow. OK, David, this is one of the great pieces I have read. This is a guy named Brian Nowak uh, from Morgan Stanley. It is day one of Gap P.E. approaching Amazon? You're a big Gap guy. Yes, You've I always am. liked Gap. I have. You're G A P. Yes. And yes. he's talking about what, what we also discussed four reasons for potential. Are you ready, Ski Daddy? 5,000 to 6,000 share price. Yes, he thinks that this is very cheap. Um, he's using uh, peg rate. Okay. 1.7 peg rate makes no sense. And he's at least you should get to uh, 4,500 on 23 earnings. So this is the first and time. And those earnings are generally accepted accounting principle. earnings? Yes. I thought this was a brilliant piece for one reason. Because I think Amazon is cheap, but I've always tried to say it's kind of an art, not a science. And here he did. He said it. He says this is, Amazon valuation has at times been more art than science. Either he's a reader of what I have to say, or a watcher, or he's equally as brilliant as I am. <laughs> like how I predicted that ATT's dividend would be oh so my big.
3: God, that really is. You're just not happy about that, well, right? David. When you get had, I mean, you really you get really had. Feel like you got had? Well,
1: sometimes you just get had. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, well, deserves has nothing to do with it. I did, you know, I did deserve better. But.
3: Me, meanwhile, you still like Amazon.
1: Oh, so, oh, you're trying to make me kinder and Jen Look, I yes. think I, I think the combination. I wish I had a discovery right now.
3: Yeah, well, it's going to be up a lot. It's going to be well, speaking, speaking of it's discovery.
1: Not it's not done. First of all, it was down because of uh, your buddy at Archegos. My buddy. Your buddy. My, my buddy. Yeah, yeah, your buddy. Right.
3: OK. Yeah, that's there's a I, by the way. Uh, Everybody should like do buddy. that. I'd like to get that interview, but at least I got this one. It's a That's great love game. and Stanky. Look, Stanky's a good guy. It's just that he had to do this. Now. He had to do this.
1: Yeah. In the end, he had to do it because you can't compete with T-Mobile, which should be an unbelievable merger. I bet you the Germans are contributing money to that.
3: Yes. The yeah. Germans still own a good deal. I know they do. I know. Yeah. All right. We got a lot more for you, including an opening
2: bell. Five minutes from now. Stay with us. Welcome back to Squawk on the Street. Take a look at uh, Elon Musk's tweets from over the weekend, uh, clarifying some speculation, Jim, that he uh, had instructed Tesla to sell some Bitcoin. He had tweeted in response to another tweet, the word indeed, about how frustrated he must be about the Bitcoin community. Just a reminder of how much the market cap overall is being swayed by really one word tweets from one man. Yeah, this has
1: become kind of a a little bit comic, I mean, especially given the fact that Square lost $20 million, David, on the in just kind of a heartbeat. And I think that a lot of people hang on must every word. Uh, he is brilliant. Uh, but I felt from the beginning when he was on SNL with Dogecoin, Carl, that people have to understand that this thing, this is a dice roll. I mean, this is like backing secretary. It looks like a good horse We're talking about uh, Bitcoin, David.
3: I'm aware. I know.
1: It's like a good horse. I mean, I'm just saying that there are people who know it has scarcity. And I think it's very positive. But at the same time, if it can be moved by a tweet, that's not the U.S. dollar, which is often maligned by people who like Bitcoin. Like, you know, maybe Yellen could send the dollar down a little bit. What, like a little bit toward the against the euro? Maybe a little. But here's a tweet that this <laughs> almost took 10% off call. This is not a currency. (laughs) Who the hell knows what it is?
2: Yeah. Um, We'll talk more about uh, the degree to which Tesla has begun to track the price of Bitcoin and (laughs) and Coinbase as well, Jim. But for the time being, uh, there's the opening bell at the big board. It's the Metropolitan Transportation Authority celebrating, as we said earlier, the return of 24-7 subway service in New York City for the first time in more than a year. At the Nasdaq, Jim, it is the Times Square Alliance. As uh, we are hopeful that between the subway, uh, J.P. Morgan opening offices, I think BlackRock is coming along in on June sixth. That Midtown, at least, Jim, starts to get some more activity.
1: Yeah, but I'm interested to see whether housing cools off of this. I'm interested to see whether autos cool because I think we always think it's going to be hybrid, hybrid, hybrid. Uh, But David, at a certain point, it ain't hybrid. It's you got to be in every day. I mean, like the way work was. Work is not being reinvented.
3: No, it isn't. No. But, but I, I do, I, while I believe, and certainly the conversations that we've had on, on air and off with many people who run large organizations indicate that they expect people to come back to work, they also continue to say, but we'll be a hybrid. You know, it won't necessarily be every day, Jim. It'll be three <laughs> days. Now, you, maybe you pick your three or we pick them for you, but it won't be five out of five. But is corporate America now sweet and nice? I mean, look,
1: David, they want if to someone comes in five employees and, and they want to they want to. If, s- if someone comes in five days, you got other oh, person comes in three days. Let me tell you something. I'm I'm giving a promotion to the five day and I'm I'm sidelining the three day. Because the three-day, obviously,
3: is not committed to work It depends as much also, time. though, where you are, what your role is, where you are in your career. Your manager, you're a director, younger you can't person like who's trying to climb whatever rung it is you're climbing. Yeah, you most likely, having more FaceTime is probably still going to be a better thing to do. How many days Although you, it's unclear whether your manager is going to be there because they may be only working but three they days a week. Look, this is about the client. Let's say the client
1: says, I want 24-7 people in the office so I can meet them. What, are they going to say, no, I'm at the Hamptons, I'm not coming in?
3: No, I'll hey, be there.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean I'm in Montauk, sorry. They'll be there. Right. The client drives everything. And if I were a client of one of these firms, I would say enough with the Zoom. I want face to face negotiations, I want the lawyers there too, and I don't care. The lawyers about are not your... going
3: to be there. Forget it. I mean, no way. What, are they in Nantucket? They're wherever they want to be. If you're a, a senior hey, you're partner of a law firm, you're, you're going to come in a few days a week, you're greet dreaming. the young people. I'm not dreaming. I know it. I talk to a lot of them. Believe me. I do, they too. Are, they hey, are I, not I coming in every day. Them. I know. You've got your buddy. I know where I know. I have more than one buddy. Well, you've got the... your best buddy at Paul Weiss. <laughs> so, okay, and, okay. And, right. I went to Harvard is Law. Is he, got coming, in every day? I got a guy running for mayor. He's going to be in Connecticut. No way he's coming in every day. No way. Okay, well, he's let's get him on the phone right now and ask him. He's You coming in every day or not. I I sent
1: the email. uh... (laughs) Carl, I just think it's important to recognize what young people do is come in because they're afraid. And just like I used to put my jacket on my chair when I went out to have a couple of before I came back,
3: I always made sure I was. Listen, Carl, it's an important issue. I know we kind of kid around about it, but it is it's going to be very interesting to see who comes back and how many and how often.
2: Yeah, I do think there is something about the legal profession that is a little unique, given the billable hour model, Jim. That may they don't care if they see you at all, as long as you bill. No, um, but certainly financial services are, are yeah, financial services are, are a different animal. Uh, a David, client. I'm just looking at the yeah. list of winners at the Open. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's media uh, from mm-hmm. Discovery to AT and T to Viacom to Fox.
3: Yeah, and it's interesting because I, you know, I. I can certainly give you a lot of different reasons why Discovery should potentially be up. And of course, let's not forget Discovery got caught up and we talked about it every day during that period in the Archegos run up uh, and is nowhere near. The incredible highs that it saw for a period of time there. What was interesting is Discovery chose not to sell stock, unlike Viacom, which took advantage of that opportunity and sold, what, $2.7 billion right. worth of both uh, straight equity and, and I think, a convert in there as well. Discovery didn't. Why? Because they knew something that the market didn't know, which is, hey, we're talking AT&T about a transformative uh, transaction. Right. Right. Now, now we know that what that was, um, and the stock is reacting positively to the prospects of this combined company, what we'll call co, which we won't see for over a year, but which they hope will certainly be the case. Let's call it, they're saying mid-22. They expect to get the deal uh, completed. But, you know, when I look at Viacom or I look at Fox, you do wonder, Jim, well, all right, what do they do? Is it enough? Is Paramount Plus enough for, for Viacom? And I see everyone's buying Can Fox. Can they um, you know, Fox is just news and sports, right. really, is what, what Fox is at this point. And the but, question there has also been, is there another play? Um, it's not clear how many moves are left on this consolidation we've been talking about in the media industry as you get all of these direct-to-consumer platforms and they compete for viewers and subscribers. Um, and, and they need capital to put into content to do that. It just I don't know where... But for at the end now, like what happens to Sony? Are they good? Because they're sort of they'll supply a lot of stuff to everybody, to all the platforms, to Viacom, which seems to be all in on Paramount right. Plus. Right. Well, and then I, the even smaller people, the smaller guys that are out there. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And then our own parent, frankly, in NBCU, well, which is a big company. But does it is it still seen as a really good?
1: Fit? Well, does discover go from something that may
3: be in the bundle to something that has to be in the bundle? CNN, sports. Yeah, but Discovery's most—I mean, I think it's the mo- one of the most watched. All their networks combined. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be already. watched in real time. But the question is, if you talk about the cable bundle, the question still is: Well, it's coming down. We know it's only going one way, right? And so, how, is it going? So therefore, from you think parent, our parent company has to do something, even no, I don't though they've know. got this
1: great European asset they don't talk about enough because it's so good.
3: Which one is that? They're sports. Oh, you're, were you talking about Discovery? No, or, it was Comcast. Comcast. That, yeah, that was a brilliant acquisition because. People well, love, well, did Daniel Ek see Daniel it's, willing to yeah. pay?
1: Well, no, it's early, and no, it's early. Yeah. But yeah. Daniel Ek's willing to buy Arsenal.
3: Yes, he is. We've talked to him about that. Well, no, but he really made a um, bid. I know, but they don't want to sell it to him. Well, okay, but it's committed if they want to sell <laughs> And then, by the hey, way, listen, when it, when how do you it, know that they don't want to sell? I mean, after all, I didn't think AT&T wanted to sell. Uh, it's true, but they are right selling, so to speak, by obviously spinning off the company into a new company of which AT&T shareholders. But won why is this 71%. only at five
1: bucks? Do people feel they have to do an equity offering? I mean, ex- no, it's no equity offering. No, but I'm saying I know, but I'm saying discovery was knocked down enough by a not your buddy
3: Archegos. Yeah. isn't discovery cheap? Depends how you want to value it. Um, I mean, I think they're talking about 11 times current. Let me just look here because I was having a conversation you know, with somebody about that. They're killing a lot of that. stocks. We're like right? 10 or 11 on current multiples right now, 9.5 times 23, which is the first full year that the combination will actually exist. Right. Um, you tell me if that's cheap. Maybe, maybe, given what they're talking about. If they get rid of all the losers, a lot of losers there. Yeah. 18T shares are having a nice move despite the cons- your concern about the dividend?
1: Well, I guess they got enough money to be able to grow, maybe. And compete. Or maybe it's wrong. I don't know. I'd rather be in Amazon. I'd rather be in Nucor, up almost 100%. Carl, I'd rather be in a steel company. I mean, yep. It makes more
2: money. Uh, Nucor is the best-performing S&P stock of the year. It's incredible. Right. As of today. A lot of that Nucor. since April. Yep.
1: I have them won uh, every quarter, and... They put this company together expecting a boom, and they're the only ones who seem to be ready for it. They're ready for everything. And I know that it's not Amazon. It's not Discover, David, but it's I know that you don't maybe you don't think there's a lot to be made there of steel, but they spent a fortune to be ready. And I think they should be saluted since everyone else seems to be caught with their hands down. Well, I don't know. I mean, do you 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 want to still
3: own these commodity players? So, Steel, you want to own Freeport here, too, still?
1: No, I think the freeports run too much. Given you do. The fact that I see a lot of uh, gold companies starting to sell copper, and I think the copper's going to be cooled off because Carl, we got some China numbers last night that weren't that hot. Copper's EV, but I don't see that. There's all this EV coming out of the Lordstown. What did what happened there? They decided to delay their release, and it stocks yes. up. Yes. God, people are doing stupid things. Are they? Well, yeah. Are they?
3: Well, just you buy the him.
1: stock on a, on a well, delayed it's, it's report.
3: $7.39, Jim Lordstown. I mean, come on. No. It's the price of the triple bet. It's down 70% in the last three months. All right. Well, a lot of NASDAQ's down,
1: Carl. Microsoft's down. Yep, we haven't even uh, talked the, about uh, about yep. uh, the, the Microsoft situation. I mean, the gates, the, the,
2: the mm. Windows. No, the, uh, the to the wall. Yeah, we now know that uh, the reason he left the board, Jim, uh, was that uh, uh, these questions about a relationship with the staffer in, and stories in both the journal and then a more expansive story in The New York Times last night about his behavior over uh, several years regarding uh, multiple staffers, both at Microsoft and the foundation. We'll, we'll keep our eye on that um, in terms of some of the reopening uh, headlines this morning. Jim, I did notice U.A.L. With some pretty encouraging capacity announcements, adding 400 flights uh, in the month of July, some more increased service to Europe, getting some uh, news on cruises, uh, either cutting service out of Israel because of the tensions there, but also planning for some reopenings in Europe this summer.
1: Look, I think that it's imperative that these companies get moving. I mean, one of the things I wanted the CDC to do is open up. Let's open up. Let's get business being done. Let them be your choice if you want to go out. I think that these companies are hanging by a thread in the cruise lines. Because why? Because the CDC won't even talk to them. I mean, come on. If you want to, if you want to take a cruise and you're vaccinated and the crew's vaccinated, what's the problem? I thought vaccination was the answer. David, I don't
3: understand. What are they trying to do with the cruise companies? Uh, Jim, you keep asking me that question, and I don't know. So you, it's clearly well, you know a rhetorical do that? question. Because every day you ask me why is VIA come up, and it went to
1: ninety. I had no answer. So I'm getting this rhetorical. You ever is, heard of a
3: rhetorical Ar- question? Is go somehow involved? <laughs>
1: <know? laughs> Carl, I think that the cruise companies are uniquely punished because uh, look, you can fly on a plane to, to Australia. That takes a lot of time. You just be on a, You don't know whether everybody's vaccinated with you.
3: Yeah. Um, no. No. Um, what? Guys, did you see it's, this interesting uh, uh, developments in the um, sale of Marathon Petroleum? Uh, what to 7-Eleven? To 7-Eleven and what the, the FTC, hell is that? which has two Democrats and two Republicans, and basically couldn't agree on whether they wanted to let the deal happen or not. And so the clock ran out, and Marathon said, "Well, the clocks run out. We're doing what we wanted to do, which is we're selling it." Right. So now 7-Eleven owns it. And the FTC then comes out and says you should never have done that. Um, You know, it's a 21 billion dollar deal. Remember, a marathon taking a good amount of the proceeds, buying back stock. All right. Um, And they say this was on Friday. uh, We have reason to believe this transaction is illegal under Section 7 of the Clayton Act and Section 5 of the Federal Trade Commission Act, raising significant competitive concerns in hundreds of local retail gasoline and diesel fuel markets markets across the country. And then for its part, Marathon says, what do you mean? I mean, you know, we worked on this with you for months. We'll continue to do so. But the relative conditions to close the transaction were satisfied. You never got back to us. And so we closed it. Right. Sorry. Well, they've made FTC has made a bunch of mistakes
1: about approving comp- deals where the, comp- the new company is going to go bankrupt. But not this one. No, I don't get it. It's- Carl, there's a lot of diversity. When you pull up to a gas station, it tends to be a different one each time. I, I don't understand this, but whatever. Capricious from the agency
3: is not unusual. Well, they can't right now. Uh, You know, they can't mm. all agree on anything because no. they don't. They don't have five; they have four. The two Democrats and two Republicans.
1: some of these agencies Guys,
2: are um, we're obviously well. off the initial lows. S and P's down uh, about seven points. Let's get to Bob Bassani this morning. Hey, Bob.
5: Good morning, guys. Happy Monday. Choppy last six days. Uh, we are uh, essentially, though, flat for the month. Uh, the problem is the reopening story is not pushing stocks forward, and tech is. Weak and has been weak for the last couple of weeks. Take a look at the sectors today. Defensive tone consumer staples, healthcare, utilities. That's a defensive lead right there. Banks and tech, again, lagging along with the, some of the consumer discretionary names. Take a look at thematic tech because that's really the problem. It's not mega cap tech so much, it's that thematic stuff we love to talk about clean energy stocks, Kathy Wood and the Arc Innovation Fund, uh, cloud computing, 3D printing, cybersecurity, all of these 30, 35, 40% off their 52 week highs, which as we keep pointing out, happened in February when the rates started moving up. That's when these thematic tech groups started getting hit rather notably. So we'll keep an eye on that. Still no bounce there. Uh, As for the reopening theme, it's getting harder to push the market forward on good news. Uh, Carl was talking about United. That was very good news here. Boosting capacity in July. Nothing. No move at all in the airline stocks. These stocks have been essentially sideways since March. They moved up on the reopening story earlier in the year. But since then, it's been kind of choppy and hard to move them forward, even though you have really good news. As for what to watch this week. I kind of want to hear what Walmart has to say. They'll be reporting tomorrow. This is a great lead on the whole stimulus program and what's going on and who's, uh, how the, the spending is going on the stimulus checks, uh, what kind of uh, uh, impact the employment uptick might be having on them, higher commodity and fuel prices, and what kind of pricing power they have right now. This will be a great read on all that we keep talking about. They did well last year. Their revenues were up about 6%. Uh, they don't normally provide guidance in the first quarter, so maybe they won't say anything on guidance. I hope they will though. But by and large, they're in pretty good space still. As for uh, where we are right now on the internals on the market, people keep worrying about it. But, you know, I looked at over the weekend, if you look at the 50 day moving average, just on a technical nine of the 11 sectors are above the 50 day moving average. My old buddy. Sam Stovall pointing that out over the weekend. Tech and consumer discretion are are not, but there's the growth sectors of the market that are weak. We know that. And that's because uh, in consumer discretion, you got Amazon and Tesla, Starbucks, even Ford. They all topped out a couple of months ago. So it's been tough moving forward, that, uh, that growth here. Uh, part of the market uh, right now here. As for where we are on the markets, I haven't changed since Friday. I said Friday flats the new up. It wasn't really a joke. Um, We have to learn to live with this inflation story. And there is not a short-term answer. We're not going to know on Tuesday that the Fed's been right on inflation calling it transitory. We won't know for months if the Fed has actually been right on this narrative. Uh, But remember, the Fed is the marginal supplier of liquidity, David, and a lot of people still believe they are the primary reason the market is up 500 percent since the bottom in March of 2000 high, uh, 2009, but it's tough right now, I think, to make a new high without some kind of inflation determination, and we don't have it. So that's why you get these markets that are moving sideways and to get a little bit of pressure uh, on these thematic tech stocks. David, back to
3: you. Yeah, although, you know, I do hear we're going to start a drinking game for every time transitory is set on our air, Bob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bob Bassani, who I look forward to seeing soon in person. Still to come, AT&T agreeing to merge its media assets with Discovery. Don't miss. We're going to have the CEOs of both companies. That'll be in the next hour. But first, let's get to the bond report. And We're going to take a look at how treasuries are faring this morning. Yields, you can see it right there, kind of mixed ahead of home builder sentiment data. That's due out at the top of the hour. We'll be right back.
2: Spotify founder and CEO Daniel Ek calling reports he has not made a bid for U.K. soccer club Arsenal inaccurate. In a statement he tweeted over the weekend, Ek said, Ek said an offer was made to uh, both Josh Kroenke and their bankers that included fan ownership, representation at the board, and a golden share for the supporters. They replied they don't need the money. Eck goes on to say he respects their decision but remains interested and available, Jim, should that situation Ever change? It's going to be interesting to see if it does.
1: Yeah, I thought it's interesting. That, you know, they put his his net worth at nine billion, so he certainly has enough to do it. But as David said, I mean, isn't it just idle chatter if the guy has David? If the guy, if the, I'm taking your view here. If an
3: owner doesn't want to sell. What, is he to bid against himself I'll have to pay three $3 you know, billion? I don't understand the, the intricacies of, of, of these leagues. The fans obviously play an important role here. Perhaps they can bring some pressure to bear since they certainly seem to want to have the team change right. hands, Jim. But, uh, yeah, it's not a public company where you have a board that you can try to oust to run a no. proxy fight or uh, make a hostile offer for. It's, it's a little bit different. Right. Meanwhile, it's kind of a
1: nasty day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just kind of random selling car all over the place. Well, what, like what?
2: Yeah, like what? Th-
1: okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll I'll say Starbucks down a dollar, uh, Boeing down three. Um, let's see, I've, I've got a bunch of them here. Uh, Penn National down two. I think they're doing well, Penn Nat. Uh, Lulu down. I mean, I, Coinbase down seventeen. That's not so hot, right, David? All the semis are down. Yep. It's a really nasty day, David. Yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, we are, we are coming off the best internals of the year on Friday, Jim.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I look, I think that uh, the VIX is spiking. I think that the VIX may be telling the tale here. Uh, I think there was too much. Uh, I think people were way too confident about Friday. Uh, we do have the retail uh, numbers this week, Carl, but they got to be good because these stocks are good. Maybe they're too good. And then last week, the, a lot of those, like the Airbnbs of the world, I thought they were OK. but They're getting shelled. A lot of shelling going. yeah well
2: there's a big lockup there's oh, a big right. lockup expiration today uh, at airbnb uh, but you're right on retail we're going to get a lot of information in 24 hours we'll have home depot walmart and macy's uh, to kick around in about an hour actually less than that david zaslav and john stanky of discovery and at&t we'll talk to david about the mega deal in media today we're back in a moment
1: Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Carl, how things have turned. Just a few weeks ago, we worried about shortages all over in semi-world. Well, Applied Materials, which makes the machines to make more semis, is down again today. They report on Thursday. uh, But these would indicate that semis have peaked. And I don't think so. But maybe Applied Materials can tell a better story.
2: All right, Jim. How about tonight? What are you going to tackle? There's so okay. much to choose from.
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to do Genrac, which I think is probably at the, at the cusp of, of trying to get power stored through battery, as well as, of course, making it so that you uh, you're, if you have an outage, you have a machine. And then Bill Toller. I mean, Hydro Farm is still one more company that's involved with the growing of cannabis, which used to be called pot. And their business is spectacular. Uh, so we got to really I mean a lot of people are buying these stocks. Grow generation. It's what they want because they don't buy the pot stocks, which are awful.
2: Yeah, no, it's been it's been uh, a difficult run for those who saw a lot of runway policy wise, Jim, especially here in the States. As for the chop that you were talking about, uh, you know, we had a couple of nice days to close last week. You mentioned the action today. I mean, you've got two camps. One argues that we're in sort of peak growth, peak positioning. The other says the VIX is reset. We got Q1 earnings kind of out of the way um, and that the path, at least to Memorial Day, looks pretty clear.
1: I think the path to Memorial is clear, and I'm surprised that the market is, is down this much. But I understand that there was a lot of complacency, maybe some retesting. But Memorial Day is really the two days, three days before Memorial Day are fantastic days to buy for a lot of stocks. So don't give up the ship, everybody, but understand that things got a little too complacent they've that the dividend cut it could be substantial ATT, I'm not sure. you've been listening to the opening bell on cNBC's squawk on the street
4: what's on the horizon for financial markets at pGM it's a question that over 1400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals specialized across asset classes but united in collaboration.